Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. We are so glad that you're with us. Today, we're concluding the passage that we started last time when Jesus cleansed the temple. Remember, do not hesitate to listen to these studies more than once and share them with others. Oh, the power of God's inspired word. Allow it to saturate your soul. Now let us join together in the presence of his glory in prayer. Glorious Father, as we read and meditate on your word, confront us, disturb our self-security, undermine our contentment, and overthrow the patterns of our sinful behavior. Bring us into conformity with your will. In Christ we pray. Amen. Hear ye now the word of the Lord, found in John chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. This is the word of God last time. We took a look at how Jesus cleansed the temple of the merchants and livestock and money changers. After Jesus drove them all out of the temple, his disciples remembered that it was written in the Old Testament, zeal for your house will consume me. Jesus was certainly passionate for the holy sacredness of his father's house. This is where we pick up our passage today. The temple authorities witnessed a supernatural event take place. Remember, no one tried to stop Jesus. They were all astonished by the hand of God at work in Christ as he cleansed the temple of the multitude of livestock and humanity. This is why it is so surprising that the temple authorities are challenging Jesus, demanding that he show them another sign, another miracle to prove that he, Jesus, had the authority from God to do what he did. Interestingly, this is a demand from the temple leaders and the religious leaders that will follow Jesus throughout his ministry. Jesus performs a sign, a miracle in public, out in the open for everyone to witness and then the religious leaders will repeatedly ask him for another miracle and another sign, which Jesus never meets their request. Listen, the demand from the religious authorities demonstrates that they are truly not concerned about the purity of worship and the right approach to God at the temple. Rather, their concern rests 
on whether or not they are dealing with a prophet sent by God. Jesus responds to their request by saying, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. This is an allegorical expression. It is an enigmatic response by Jesus. A mysterious, obscure reply that puzzles the temple authorities. Jesus is speaking to them in parables for they are not worthy of a direct response. They are unbelievers, unable to comprehend the mysteries of the kingdom of God. What do you think they would have done had Jesus responded directly to them, revealing his true identity to them? They would not have believed and would have responded the same way they did later, by murdering Jesus, this time by stoning him to death on the temple grounds. Ah, but it was not to happen, for Jesus' time had not yet come. As we take a look at the conversation on its surface, according to what is being said, they see a miracle take place in the cleansing of the temple, and they want more, another sign, another miracle. So Jesus promises them another sign, a much greater miracle. Christ calls them to destroy the temple, and he, Jesus, will raise it up again in three days. What greater proof would they have for his authority? This is too unbelievable for them to handle. So they make mockery of Jesus, saying, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days. The writer of this gospel, John the Apostle, the evangelist, that explains to us the meaning of what Jesus is saying. Jesus is talking about the temple of his physical body. Yes, Jesus is talking about his resurrection. Notice, Jesus is speaking about his bodily, that is, his physical body being resurrected. So many people mistakenly believe that the resurrection is only spiritual, a spiritual resurrection. It is a physical bodily resurrection. When Holy Scripture speaks of Jesus rising from the dead, it is talking about his physical resurrection, his physical bodily resurrection after his death on the cross. Yes, the glorious and wonderful sign that Jesus is offering as proof of his authority is his death and resurrection. Jesus is offering up his body, the body that became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The incarnate body of Christ is without a doubt unique. For in this body, God the Father and God the Son enjoy a mutual indwelling. We know this because of what Jesus says in John 14, verses 10 and 11. Jesus says to his disciples, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Jesus goes on to say, the words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Theologian D.A. Carson writes, The human body of Jesus does uniquely manifest the Father and becomes the focal point of the manifestation of God the Son, the living abode of God on earth. The fulfillment of all the temple is meant to be. As we will see, the temple, that is the body of Jesus Christ, will be the ultimate sacrifice. 
And in three days, his body after death and burial will rise from the dead. This is how we as true believers of Jesus Christ are saved from the death of eternal damnation. So the question comes back to you, to you personally. It is the same question that Jesus asked Martha at her brother Lazarus' gravesite. Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That's the question. Do you believe this? If you do, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are saved. So now do what the disciples did and follow him. Be obedient to him. Yes, live your life for his glory. Now take a moment to reflect and meditate on the word of God that you heard today. Seek to apply what you've learned in this passage to your own life. Until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanis, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at stephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.